He's back. The one and only Mr. Brian Adamson. How you doing, man? I miss talking to you. Man, likewise, Mike. I'm doing great. You know, it's been a lot going on on the calendar, and so I'm happy to finally be back after a few weeks. There you go. There you go. Well, hey, I know you just put on an event. I just was at an event Saturday uh, in Fresno, and I think one of the things uh, that we need to talk about and also luckily acknowledge is you know, significant other support, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, whatever, whatever that person is for you. Um, we need to acknowledge it. We need to talk about it because we need to realize that you and I might be in unique situations. Um, but we need to get new to do it because without it, it's hard. And I almost might say impossible. So let's just acknowledge where we are. So Brian, what, what's going on? Partner support. What do you have? Uh, what's going on? It's such a heavy topic and one that I think is overlooked too much, Mike, to your point. Like I had a five day challenge where my wife happened to be in Michigan in the studio when I was filming it. And I just brought her on to say hi and didn't realize how many questions people had for her because wow. in my 17 years of investing, she's never flipped a house. She's never <laughs> quote unquote bought a rental property. Um, but 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 did she? Right. Because although she may not be in practice every day as I am, um, we're certainly a team. And, and one thing I want to highlight right off the bat is for partners, for couples, um, like stop commingling debt. Mm. You're a team for a reason. Right. Me and my wife, we don't we don't go on each other's cars. We don't go on each other's credit cards. We don't go. On, we don't even when we purchase a primary residence, we both don't even go on title. Right. Because because why commingle debt? We're a unit for a reason, but we're stronger as a unit if we leverage each other as partners. Right. So I just want to throw that out there. And look, fellas, they get half anyway. OK, let's not get it twisted. But but it does make you stronger as a unit because you can do more if you separate the two instead of commingling debt. I'll start there and kick it back to you, Mike. Yeah, it's really funny. Uh, I'm glad you went there first. That That is where most people go. And as you said, it's 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 kind of counter counterintuitive that is you know you you know again I I'll I'll put it another way. Did you guys know that you can only get ten loans, you know, traditional conventional loans? However, if she gets ten and you get ten, that's twenty. Shh, twenty is more than ten. I'm just saying, right? But uh, people usually go there because it's probably comfortable. Mm -hmm. Where in reality, where you need to go, and frankly, the strength for Olivia and I is communication. Being real estate investors, flippers, buy and hold, it's about communication. You should never surprise your spouse or your significant other. All right, you are a unit. And I'm lucky enough uh, that Olivia has been on board since day one. We talk about money often. We still do. Um, but one of the first things we did right out of the gate is we created clear lines of kind of ownership. I don't know, you know, you know, lines of work. I'll call it ownership. My job, very clear. Find deals, secure capital. I've looked at my buy box every day for 20 some odd years. Olivia never has. I don't, I mean, honestly, unless she's heard me talk about it with someone else, she probably wouldn't even know what our buy box was in 2001. And she certainly doesn't remember. I do because I looked at it every day for almost three and a half years. Olivia, she runs the business. I was all over the planet, all over the world. I didn't have chances or time or interest in approving bids. 
pushing for evictions, um, doing turns, whatever that is. That was hers. And then we would come together once a week, usually on a dinner on Friday or Saturday based on my travels, and we would just talk. It would be a, a business meal. And that we did that for, you know, for seemingly forever. And now, because we both don't work, we, you know, we talk about almost almost every day what's going on. So communications are far more important, but people want to get lost in the debt and the, you know, his and theirs. And it's it's kind of funny. Yeah. And that's amazing, Mike. You know, it's um so I I I have kind of a different relationship with my wife, right? Okay. And I think probably one that's more consistent with a lot of people out there where me and my wife figured out, well, I figured out far before she did, we just don't work well together, right? <laughs> so, so, and, and the primary reason, and, and she's going to get me if she see this, but the primary reason <laughs> is because I have this thing called accountability, right, uh -huh. with those that I do business with. And although I could vacillate between husband and business partner, she couldn't so much. And so that accountability was not very endearing to her as my as my wife as my spouse and so for that reason I said no problem I'll just outsource everything like I would much rather pay somebody that I can then hold accountable and we get the greater good of the overall win like you don't have to do this together in this capacity and so for her she like she support me she'll come to events with me all of that stuff she she you know she's all about me continuing my education and making investments in myself and mentorship and and because I've done those things she has no problem with anything that I choose to go out and buy because she trusts that I'm doing the work. And to your point, Mike, been doing it consistently for 17 years now to where she knows. And, and I do tell her, hey, looking at this building, she really could care less about the numbers. What's the bottom line up front? Right. Does it does it help our does it help our household? You know, does it is it going to put us in a poor house if it goes wrong? Right. And, and and those are enough details because short of that, I'm talking about the trips we'll be taking and nah. all, right. I mean, yeah. you, you sell them what they want and deliver what they need. Right. So so the purpose of doing all of this is to provide a certain you know quality of life. And so I keep her focused on that. And then I get in the weeds and take care of the stuff that gets us to that point. But I, I just want to highlight for a lot of people that. They're trying to make their spouse their part, and they don't always have to be like that. You know, Mike's a yeah. great example that it, it works for he and Olivia. For me, I realized in my household, it was actually not only causing a strain on the business, but causing a strain on our personal relationship, which was paramount to everything. Yes. And so you have to you have to be the responsible one and the leader of saying, you know, this this may be a good fit, it may not, but that still shouldn't deter you from the ultimate goal. And you know, it's so important that you make sure you include them in the vision whether they're directly involved in the business, because the other part is if they don't see themselves in the vision, it's really hard for them to support you going out doing what you're doing. Yeah. The other thing I think we should acknowledge about working with a significant other is right at the beginning, right? You, you want to do it. You're excited. You're that, you're that, you're that buzzing, almost vibrating person that you see real estate investing is your secret to a better financial future, but the spouse or significant other doesn't, mm. that can be hard. As you have evidence and proof points of, of success, it becomes easier. But let's go back to the very beginning. And that can be stressful, right? I want to do this. She or he doesn't, you know, throwing cold water, all of that. And what I would tell the person who's excited, because that's usually who comes to me is like, I'm excited. My spouse doesn't is there's often something buried underneath. 
And I've seen one of two things. Uh, one, your spouse or significant other knows you get excited by lots of things. And they expect you to be excited about something else in six months. So shame on you. You train them. Let's just own that, right? Let's 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 not be confused. There is a second story where maybe there is some traumatic event in their history where their family or someone that was close to them had real estate pain. And they don't understand why it happened or how it happened. They just know it happened and they don't want that. So um, let's go back to the very beginning. You got one party excited, one person not. What do you think about those two options? You already stole my thunder, man. I, <laughs> I was over here, man, Mike. I was, I was internally, I was jumping on the inside, man. Like, you know, it's don't get mad at them for not supporting you when your body of work suggests that you pick everything up and you put it right back down. It's just exactly. that you're playing with. And so now you're talking about my, making financial decisions that totally impacts the household and you're upset because you don't have their buy-in. Well, how you do anything is how you do everything. And they know that to be true about you as well. I, that's not all doom and gloom. But no. what Mike and I are saying is that you have to be that much more intentional about showing them through your action that this is not that other thing. These are not those other things. And um, and then win their buy-in and approval that way, okay? The other oh, piece amen. is going back to the vision, right? So God gives us visions, okay? And, and maybe he gave you the one to go out and pursue real estate investing, but he didn't give your spouse that vision. So it's important, or, or partner, it's important that you sell them on where they fit inside the vision, right? Like I said, I, tell, I say this in front of my wife. I, I, I sell her what she wants and I deliver what she needs. She don't care about all these tenant issues and contractor problems. And like, I would I would bog her down and, and completely kill everything that I'm trying to accomplish by by weighing on all of that on her. So so don't get them in the weeds. That They're not a part of that. You've been equipped to go out and deal and endure with all of the, the nuance, right? Just sell them on the part where they benefit from it. And I know that may sound lopsided, but Mike's been in sales as I have for, for many years. No, that's you're selling your partner. Let's be clear. Like you're selling your partner. And so sell them on what's important to them and you deliver what what is needed in order to accomplish those things. Yeah, it's amazing stuff. Well, let's let's talk about your event that you just wrapped up and you have another one, I think, starting next week. What is it? Why is it so much fun? It's I, I could see you every day. I mean, it's like you're excited. So what is the event, the five day challenge? Why is it so much fun? Yeah, it's man, it's amazing because we talk about everything, right? We really get into the psychology. Anybody that watches this channel knows I'm big on the psychology behind what we do, how we do it. And so um, we we take a lot of time really just breaking down limiting beliefs and strongholds and all of those things that are inhibiting people are going out and building the life that they want through real estate investors. And um, obviously, you know, my area of specialty over the last almost 15 years now has been remote investing. So day one, of the challenge, we teach them the differences between traditional and remote investing. Um, day two, we get into, you know, everybody wants to know, how do you build a million dollar business? Well, we show them how to go out and do that in 12 months if that's their appetite. Uh, day three, we teach them how to become an OPM magnet and the psychology behind that. And not only that, the practical application of raising capital, right? Um, day four, we teach them the time freedom cash flow formula, how to buy your time back through real estate investing and potentially leave your jobs as Mike and I did. And um, and then day five, we, we create a customized investment plan 
because nothing's one size fit all. Everybody goals are unique to them. And so they leave there with something tangible and actionable that they can take away. And, um, you know, and every day they get in a VIP session, they get one hour with me every day to ask me rapid fire questions, whatever they want to ask. So that's pretty cool as well. So uh, if somebody wanted to go poke at this, look at when these things are scheduled, where where are we sending them? What's going on? Uh, go to uh, www.iflipchallenge.com. iflipchallenge.com, folks. Go take a look, see what's there. Uh, I see Brian uh, posts almost every day. He's, 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 he's really excited by these things. So, Brian, thank you for all you do, buddy. Thank you, man. Mm-hmm.